Hey there, welcome to the Creative Metaverse Podcast. My name is Ryan Kingsline, and I'm the founder of Vertex School, where we train creatives for the career of their lives. In this podcast, we interview amazing artists and creatives working in film, games, and building the metaverse right now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, are you ready? to talk about the inner critic? Are you ready to meet your inner critic? You know, I think when you listen to this episode, you should probably try to find yourself somewhere peaceful. Maybe you have to drive and you might find peace driving. That's fine. But, you know, this is an episode where you really got to start to think or, or really create space. That's the best way to put it. Create space for yourself to explore the thoughts here. Because for most of us, our inner critic is just an asshole. Like, there's not too much more that can be said about it. And we're not used to thinking about the way we talk to ourselves. We're not used to even thinking about that as something that we should think about. And so I want to start there and start by asking this question of like, you know, let's get a little philosophical. But what is thought? What are thoughts? And if you sit and you think about that, like, you know, what are thoughts? How do they come? How do you experience thinking and thoughts? And for most of us, you know, I, I'm kind of a bit of a visual person, so I experience things in, in a couple of different ways. But one of the primary ways we all experience thought and thinking is through words that are running through our mind, phrases that are repeated. No, that's not good. This is one of the inner critics' words. No, that's not good. Oh, wait, that looks a little bit like this. That looks a little like, like this. We've got to change this up, think this through, right? Oh, that person didn't like me. Hey, they never responded, right? As I said this, that literally just came to my mind. An artist that I'd sent something to and I just saw their logo on and they just totally ghosted me. And so inside, never responded, right? And so it's a word, it's a phrase that comes in to my mind. Have you ever thought about the way you talk to yourself, the way you think? Have you ever sat and thought, you know, are you really all that nice to yourself? Is this thinking part of your life? Is it really that nice? Or are you spending all your time trying to avoid pain? Avoid pain. I was going to say avoid frustration, avoid failure. But at the end of the day, all of those things come back to us as pain. Why are you avoiding pain? What is behind that pain? What is the meaning of pain to you? This is what we need to sit and think about when we start to talk about the inner critic. Because most of us experience the inner critic as language in our mind, judging us and judging our work. And the question that we want to ask ourselves is, are we ready to quit talking to ourselves like that? Because there's a certain comfort to beating ourselves down, to establishing these low, I don't know, parameters to 
you know, constantly being critical. That is in and of itself its own crutch that keeps us from the vulnerability of actually growing and progressing as creatives. Are you ready for the vulnerability of growth in the open? You know, that's a hard thing and I, and I get it, right? I remember sitting in a meeting back in the day when I worked at Noman and um, they were talking, of, it was during the acquisition of um, CG Channel. And they were talking about, you know, everybody owning a different part and sharing different things. And I said, as, you know, clear as anything, I said, why would I post anything online? I'm already well known. I'm already established. Why would I share any of my work? Because now it's only a moment for me to be torn down. It's only a moment for them to see that I'm not as good as they thought I was. And that was a real thought in my mind. Like it's hard to kind of, you know, go back and remember that. But that was a real thought in my mind that I would never live up the expectations of where I was at that point. And, you know, might even have been true. But what happened and what I wasn't aware of was how much of my, well, how much of my kind of creative soul got lost in that Faustian bargain there and how I let that happen because true growth includes vulnerability and being critical and hard on yourself all the time is actually really easy. It's the easiest road. Are you ready for the harder road of growth? So if you are, I want you to do this. I want you to wherever you are and if you can, of course, if you drive in, just ignore me and just listen. But if you can, I want you to sit still for a second, close your eyes, and think about the inner critic. And I want you to just think, okay? Let the inner critic talk. Let her or him say whatever she's going to say, okay? Maybe focus on a piece of work, something that you're not happy with. And let that inner critic have everything out. Just hear it. And I want you to think for a second, where is the critic? Try to feel where is this inner critic around you. Try locate that voice. Is it behind you to the right? Is it to the left? Are they directly on top of your head? Are they in front of you? Where are they? Give yourself time to feel that inner critic around you. And note whatever details you can. Are they male? Are they female? Kind of tall, kind of short. Do you notice anything about their dress, the way they're behaving? And just let yourself locate them and try to feel them for a second, okay? I'm going to give you a moment. And then when you feel like you know where this person is and you have a sense, a little bit of a sense of who they are, what they might look like, I want you to invite that person to come stand in front of you. Invite that presence to stand in front of you. And I want you to ask them one question, just one simple question, okay? The question is, what do you want? That's it. Ask that presence, what do they want? Why do you do and talk the way you do. 
And you're going to be surprised if you can really feel that presence and you can get an answer. I feel like you're going to be surprised at what that answer is going to be. And if you can't do it while you're sitting here listening to the podcast or rewind or pause and whatnot, I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to share with you my journey and what happened to me. But what I discovered when I did this exercise is that my inner critic had one goal, and that was to protect me. I really, all I heard from my inner critic was one simple word. It's just, well, phrase, protect you. That was it. All this time, I've been thinking that this massive jerk that just always was critical and had nasty things to say about my work and had nasty things to say about the way I was doing things, all they were trying to do was protect me. From what? From the outside world. From everybody else's judgment. From ridicule. From doing something stupid. And in the process of protecting me, what did they do? Really, they tried to kill me. They tried to, you know, just smother everything. And isn't that the story? Isn't that how that works out in order to protect something? You have to deprive it of something. And isn't life and growth and creativity, isn't that all about vulnerability and pain and experiencing, you know, what you are capable of? How can you protect something, somebody, and still grow? And of course, the answer is you can't. You have to allow pain in and you have to allow mistakes in and you have to allow judgment and other people in because you can't control that. So is your inner critic a horrible person? A horrible part of your life or are they just a part of your life that's trying to do good in the worst way possible? And again, if you're like me, it's just a part of you that's trying to do good, but has never had an example of how to positively protect, guide, or encourage. And that takes us back to what we were talking about in the last episode, which is that we all have roles that we are bringing to this process. Our creative process is the result of three different parts of us, the visionary, dreamer, the realist focused on the execution, the manager, and the inner critic. And the inner critic is a very powerful part of us, but doesn't know how to behave. And we have to train the inner critic how to behave because really what the inner critic is, is a guide. They're a mentor. They have seen it. They looked out there. They saw what was happening out there. They see what other people are doing. They're, they're attuned to what's going on out there in the industry and, and things that can be exciting for us if we get them to stop trying to protect us and start focusing on guiding us, helping us experience our journey. So I think it's about time you got to know your inner critic. Got to know this part of you, right? Who are they? What's their name? Where'd they come from? What do they do? My inner critic, his name is Frederico. 
And that's, of course, said with as much flourish as humanly possible, more than I can actually do, right? And he is an auctioneer at Southby's. Or at least he was. He quit. And he saw it all. He saw the relativeness of value. He saw, you know, actual value from his eyes. And man, was he hardcore, biting, really biting. But only to help me succeed. How about you? What is your inner critic's name? Give them a name. Listen for a name. Something should come if you can sit down and you can have that conversation with that part of yourself and ask them what they want, why they do things the way they do. You should start to feel more uncover about them. You should start to get a sense of their name and what they do. And that's your job today. That's the purpose of this podcast episode is for you to discover this inner critic and start to come to terms with them and have them come to terms with you. Start to develop a relationship with them that is mutually beneficial. Because one of the reasons why they are always negative is because you don't listen. You're a stubborn-ass goat. You're always going out, doing stuff the way you want it to get done, going out into that dark wood and struggling and failing in the same areas, and they're tired of seeing you struggle. You have got to rise up and become a leader. Somebody who's helping all three parts of yourself move forward towards something else. Most creatives don't think of themselves as leaders and yet creativity is one of the most important things. Empathy is one of the most important things for a leader to actually have. And I feel like we're all leaders. In the beginning, we're just leading ourselves through that dark wood. But now that we've got experience, now that we've got, you know, that background and we've built our tool set to help us handle the unknown, we can help others handle the unknown. Everybody else that's reverse engineering their success, we can lead them through growth and expansion because we have spent our life focused on expansion. So again, your job is to sit down this today as you watch or listen to this and get to know your inner critic. Write a little biography for him. Start your journal. Write a little note to your inner critic and start setting terms for that relationship. Have fun. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this. And I want to ask just two things of you. Number one, make sure to leave a comment or rank this wherever you are listening to it on Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Really makes a difference in helping us get the word out about this industry and about what we do. Number two, make sure you visit vertexschool.com to learn more about what programs we offer in this area as a creative and for artists who are looking to jumpstart their career and discover a new industry. Again, thank you so much for listening. We're accepting applications right now, so I look forward to hearing from you soon.